Uh, hi, it is Real Talks with me. Me being, well, hopefully you'll never know. And today, I think we're going to be talking about the struggles of a career choice. At the age of 16, or 16 and a half, or 17, or 18 even. What is it like to know exactly what you're going to be like when you get older? For a while here I knew. I wanted to be a cop, go into being a detective, and then eventually become maybe a spy. I know it sounds ridiculous, but it always sounded like a great life. I've always been an adventurous person. I've always wanted to do something fun and interesting with my life, and I thought being a cop would be that. But with all the stuff that's been going on now... Oh, it's wild. Let me just tell you. I heard that they're defunding cops, and my stepdad has this crazy idea that it will never get better. It'll only get worse. And so eventually, they're just going to kick cops out of society, is what I'm imagining. And so now I'm thinking, what should I do with my career? And I'm not going to lie to you. I've taken five different quizzes just tonight, thinking, what am I going to do? That'll be good enough to me, but also good enough to where I can have a sustainable life that also still has my fun, adventurous side. Like, I'm going to need money, because, I mean, I want to go to college, but I also, if I can get away with not going to college, and I know I'm not the only one, I'm going to do it. Because, oh, we all know college is expensive, and my parents literally told me that the only way that they're going to pay for my my mom said the only way she's going to pay for my college is if I go to a community college for two years and get my associate's degree which is fine it's understandable I'm not a rich family we're pretty poor I mean come on I'm I'm recording this off of my phone on my xbox headset in at 11:43 at night. I mean, it's kind of ridiculous. But it's also interesting because my stepdad said he refuses to pay for college or invest his words, invest in something I want to do if he does not think it'll go well because it's poor usage of his money. And I mean, for a while there, he said I could not be a cop and I had no way of being a cop because being a cop for me and my mentality was not how it was going to be. Mind you, in front of my parents, I'm this timid, young, childish girl who doesn't ever break rules, who's always doing the right thing, who is a liar at times, so I guess not constantly a good girl, but, you know, I'm, I'm not necessarily... Uh, the person they would think is cut out to be a cop and see what they see on a daily. But I always knew, yeah, I can handle that. And I can, I can handle to see someone shooting at me or I can see a dead body. I don't care. I probably should care, but I don't truly care because I know that that kind of thing happens. I'm not afraid of death. I'm not afraid to live but I'm also I'm I'm afraid to waste my life doing something that either doesn't make me happy or doesn't work out or you know whatever it may be 
is anyone else like that? Where they get all excited about doing something, something happens, someone says something, and you're like, well, maybe, maybe that won't be good enough for me, or maybe I won't be good enough for that. And it kind of just stresses you out. I'm going to be a junior this year. And shit gets real this year. I mean, seriously. SATs, ACTs, tests, 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 college applications. Oh my gosh, career counseling, everything. And it's so hard because for the most part of my life, I've been told, this is good, this is bad, this is what you're going to do, this is what you're not going to do. I mean, for the longest point of my life, my mom and my mom's best friend wanted me to marry my mom's best friend's son who was almost a year younger than me but then they fell out and you know I never we were young so I guess I still wasn't looking for a relationship but either way I mean I felt as though you know that was who I was I felt like I had an arranged marriage even though it sounds crazy and it's it's weird because I go throughout my daily life like an average Joe but when when they fell out I realized I'm free to do whatever I want or get a boyfriend and this was me going into middle school, so I, I wasn't too, like, focused on a boyfriend. But it was also, you know, I didn't want to be alone. And that's how I think most girls think, it's been, or and even guys, when they get to the point in life where they're like, oh my gosh, relationships are great. Especially when you have a real one you think wow um I I need this I cannot go without this I was actually talking to this guy who added me on snapchat and he's I said what are you doing and he goes looking for a girlfriend and I thought he was just trying to be smooth and I go no but what are you actually doing and he goes no I'm serious I'm I'm scouting out looking for a girlfriend and I, I was like you don't need that though but a lot of people feel as though they do. A lot of people feel as though if they have a boyfriend or a girlfriend or other, if you're pansexual or whatever it may be, they they have to be in that relationship. They cannot be alone. And for a long time I felt that way because, you know, I never had to worry about that. And it's, it's kind of that way with a job. I mean, at first it was an actress, but when I got the opportunity, I was so nervous that I just couldn't do it, right? And I've come to a realization that I really, really want to help people. I want to make I want to make people happy. You know, I wanna I wanna be there for someone and change their life. And so for the longest time, I wanted to be a spy or a cop or a detective. I didn't really want to be a cop more than I more wanted to be a detective or a spy. And I wanted to do something undercover because I'm. I'm better at being someone else with my kind of qualities. That way no one knows that they're my qualities, especially if they don't like them. Sad, right? <laughs>
but let's be honest if you had to choose between being someone else and then being yourself or being yourself and being yourself isn't it doesn't it seem like it would be easier to be someone else act as yourself and then find out they don't have a problem with who you are and be yourself around them as yourself to whereas if you're yourself and you act yourself and they don't like you how do you react like it's a genuine question how are you supposed to react when you know someone you really really think is important to you doesn't like who you are as a person is that just me that thinks about these kinds of things? I don't think I'm the only one that thinks about these kinds of things because my friends are always like, no, I totally get it. And I'm like, great. And then I'll bring up something else kind of related to the topic and they're like, eh. I'm like, oh, okay then. Do you guys ever get that? I'm, okay, so in in my friend group, I've always been like the background character you know, the second choice, the last choice, the whatever else, unless I'm in a small group. And, you know, I would always be the one that would help them out, which is, it contributes to the reason I wanted to be a cop, detective, spy thing, because I just wanted to help and make the world better. But, oh my god, I was just, I'm not bold unless... I, I'm not letting other people know that I'm going to be bold. Um, to be a little more frank, uh, we have this community pool, right? And in my community pool... Oh, I'm talking a little louder than I thought. <laughs> in my community pool, we uh, have this high dive, we have a low dive, we have three slides, and then we have this a large pool area. And... Up until a while ago, when I first went there, I, I went on the high dive. Funnest thing in the world. The feeling of fear that I felt because when I looked down, I got this like thing of vertigo where it looked further and further away. It was wild. And it was tempting. And I told people that I was going to jump off, and I almost didn't jump off because I was afraid that if I would messed it up, I would look a fool right well and then eventually I would just pencil in or I wouldn't even you know uh what's it called cannibal in but this summer I went to the pool and I mean oh no COVID stuff but I wasn't really around anyone but my friends and I'm fine now so anyway we were going off the high dive multiple times and my friends kept on saying that they were going to do things, like a flip or a dive, or they wanted to do something. And in the back of my head, I would always say, I really want to see what would happen if I dove off the high dive. Not because I was, like, afraid to, but because I knew that if I had said something, I probably wouldn't do it. And I was kind of just vibing with my friends, being in the background as I do, and something came up into my head where I realized that when I want to do something, 
I just gotta go for it. And so I didn't tell my friends what I was going to do because if I chickened out or I had ended up, you know, messing up doing something to where it messed it up, I, I just, you know, I didn't want to seem like that kind of person that got a big ego. And my brother, mind you, is he's like, do a flip. And I'm like, you're funny. I looked out at the water, waiting for the lifeguard to go, okay me to go and jump in. And I started to feel my heart racing. And my blood was pumping and I was getting real excited. And I said, this is it. I either do it or I don't. I didn't want to jump in because I felt as though I'd overshoot it and then I'd just go into a pencil. So what I did is I slightly bounced off the board and leaned forward. That way, if I wanted to avoid doing a belly flop from, oh, I don't know, like 10, 15 feet in the air, I had to go in either to a flip or a dive. And I did a flip, or not a flip, whoa, that's way too much, you're playing. I did a dive, and it wasn't the bad, it wasn't a bad dive, like, it didn't hurt, and trust me, I've done a few dives where I've hurt myself because I wasn't, you know, pointing my toes, or I went too far, or I didn't go far enough, it, it felt nice, and it was a very cool, amazing feeling, and I got out of the water, and I was pumped, I was like, did you see that, did you see that? And no one was really listening. And then later on, we're sitting outside of the pool, or like the water. And my friend turns to me and he goes, did you dive into the water? I go, yeah, it was so cool. I can't believe I did it. I'm going to do it again and again and again. And now I'm not afraid to, or I'm not um, feeling the, the nerve of like, what if I do it and I fail? Because now if I fail it's it's more like I mean at least I'm trying like dang but beforehand it was like if I try and I fail I'm probably not gonna have the courage to do it again especially if I've told all my friends I'm gonna do this right and that was kind of the point where I realized I'm I'm I love to seek out danger or adventure or whatever you want to call it I live in the middle of the United States. I live in Kansas and it is awful because I used to travel all the time but now we're not my parents don't have the kind of career that encourages us to travel so I haven't seen a beach in at least five years because I haven't really traveled anywhere towards a beach since I went to Disneyland in Florida, or I guess it's Disney World, isn't it? In Florida? Orlando, Florida. And it's, it's disappointing because I loved the beach. I didn't like the taste of the ocean water, and, you know, some of them are dirty, and people make me nervous. But I also enjoyed just the exploration, you know? And, and... In Kansas, there isn't really any, like, haunted places that I know of. There isn't really any really interesting feats, minus the ones that you kind of have to just drive to. And I only have my permit until October, and then in January, I'm going to be getting my license license. Hopefully. I don't even have a car yet, and I'm working my ass off to get a car. Um... 
but it's hard, you know. I'm working and working and working, and then in between that, you know, sometimes I'm hanging out with friends or family. And between that and COVID, it's just so difficult to go anywhere and be adventurous. And it's like, well, I want to do all of this stuff. And if I choose the wrong career, how am I going to do that still? Because, I mean, what if I become an accountant and I never go outside? I'm constantly working on paperwork, which will probably never happen. I'm fairly sure I have ADHD. So much, I mean, I've... (laughs) So much so to where I just... I'm wilding. I'm crazy. I'm not necessarily crazy, but I'm not necessarily sane either anymore. So working on papers repetitively every day is not going to work. And it's it's interesting though because I know what I can't be. I could never be anything that requires you to constantly sit. But I also can't be something that requires you to be elegant and diligent because, or not necessarily diligent, but um, cautious of another person's life. And by that I'm, I'm referring to a doctor or a nurse because I just, I, 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 I can handle blood, no problem. But I don't want to look at it. And I have very shaky hands. And so I'd be a horrible surgeon of any kind. Um, I'm not good at familiarizing myself with very long terms. Such as, you know, huge ass words. I barely know my body parts. As is, I did not pay attention in health class. Let me tell you. So being a doctor or being anything that sits down is out of the question. I also want to slightly help people, so, you know, there's certain things like being a psychiatrist, no, not a psychiatrist, a therapist, um, and that would be interesting enough, and I enjoy listening to other people's problems, But I also am curious about how much free time I would have outside of listening to everyone else's problems. Because it's nice to listen to other people's problems and what's going on in someone else's life. But it's also like, what if I'm climbing Mount Rushmore and I get a call from one of my patients and they're having a mental breakdown about something that they've told me in my work And I have to take the call because they're paying me. But also, I'm climbing Mount Rushmore. You know what I mean? And I'm I'm a very... What's the word? When I'm... I'm... I guess you could say I'm diligent, maybe. I'll have to look it up later. But I, I... I like to think about the possibilities. So if I'm a therapist, I'm always going to expect a time in which someone is going to call me needing to talk. Because even though when someone does tell me they need to talk, it's in person, there are always, you know, those sometimes where they, they talk to me and they're like, well, 
I need help and they'll call me and I'll talk to them and so being a therapist I also don't even know the pay and I'm telling you right now I'm not the kind of person that cares only for money but I do know that being a person who lives in this world today is expensive no matter where you go Um, because it's all going to cost money and you have to think about you know your car your car insurance your house your rent uh the electricity the water bill the heating the cooling everything you also have to think about any subscriptions you may have like netflix or spotify or anything like that and it's like well what if i don't have enough for something and i mean you could always you know, take away the subscription to Netflix or Spotify or Hulu. And you could also, like, get away with, you know, not using so much of something. But it's still pricey. And you have to have a job that will be able to pay for whatever it is you do. And a minimum wage will not cut it. I don't know how much a therapist gets paid. I don't know how much they make hourly or you know yearly and I would assume that if I'm not a good therapist it won't be much and you probably have to go to college to be that and college is going to be expensive because I mean I don't know it'll probably be expensive in the fact of it's college and one of my biggest stubborn features about college is I don't want to do student loans. My parents, who are almost 40 years old, are still paying off student loans. And no, it hasn't really corrupted their life. But it still seems like a kind of burden. I don't really like to have debts, you know? And so if I'm working in a certain force or a field of any kind in any occupation and I'm paying off my student loans from, you know, five years ago when I was still a student in college, what am I going to think when, you know, I want to go out and go to a party, right? Clubbing with the girls or the guys or whoever it is. And I can't because, you know that extra money I wanted to have went towards my student loans what do I do you know I'm I'm obviously going to do the responsible thing but I'm also going to regret it because it won't be as much fun and I really want to have fun with my life because eventually you know soon I'll be my parents age where you know they're looking to get when I get out of the house you know go somewhere after my brother graduates middle school, which will be the year I graduate high school, and move before he gets into high school, because, you know, middle school friends, they come and go, but high school and college is where they're at, and I have only three friends that are my actual friends, friends from middle school. And two of those guys are my best friends. And one of them, he has been with me since seventh grade. And we are, we just clicked, you know. And we haven't 
you know, gotten rid of each other, and we haven't ever really fought, fought, like, hardcore. We've had a few arguments here and there, but nothing crazy. I'm waiting for that day that we, like, get into a straight-up argument. But I also have this other friend, and she's been with me since sixth grade. And I can always rely on them both. And But I've never been into a an argument so bad with them that we've stopped talking for a week or a month intentionally and because of anger. Now, I can stop talking to these two guys for months at a time. And we can start talking again as though nothing ever, you know, nothing ever changed. And of course we're going to be different people and of course there's going to be different things that have happened. But we're still, you know, I'm still me, and she's still she, and he's still he. Unless they ever decide to change that, and that's just another topic to bring up while, you know, getting back up to speed. And it's... It's one of those things where, um... They're one of the friends that I know that I'll at least have until I graduate high school, and maybe thereafter... Um, but it's also one of those things to where, um, I know I can rely on them and I never want to leave them, which is why I refuse to let my parents let me move anywhere before I've finished high school. Because I know who I'm with and I know who I want to be with and I know when I'm wearing my cap and gown, I know exactly who I want to know is right there next to me or who I'm going to be hanging out with afterwards where I'm going to be going out to dinner with and who with. And I bet you at least one of those two people are going to be one of my favorite people to be around at that time. And so it's hard to think about that, but also to think about how, you know, life will go on and... We're probably, we probably have plans for different places. I've changed where I've wanted to move three times after high school. At first it was California. That way I could make it big being an actress, right? Whatever. Then it was Arizona just because I don't know why I wanted to go to Because I still wanted to be close to a beach, but I also didn't want to be like not, you know? Then there was Ohio, and I'm pretty stuck on Ohio, but one of my friends said he'd drag me out of Ohio if I ever moved there because it's full of F-boys and all this other stuff. F-boys or evictors. <laughs> and if you've seen Despicable Me, you'd know what I mean, you know? And But Ohio's a pretty place, and it probably has so much that I could look forward to. It's not very far from a beach. It's still not close, but it's not exactly very far. And it's one of the cheaper places to live, considering, you know? And I think that if, you know, I went there, I could have adventure and I could be amused by all these things that go on Oh, I guess I also wanted to move to Cali because I thought that the uh, the rate of anything bad happening was way higher in California than it was 
anywhere else I would be willing to move to. <laughs> um, so that would mean my life would be interesting as a cop, I guess. I guess that's not the right way to think about it. But I did think about it that way, so. You know. Um, and sorry I'm saying you know so much. I'm slightly tired. It is 12 in the morning. Um, but I'm enjoying the talk, you know? Because there it is again. Someone's got to count the amount of... I'm probably going to count the amount of times that I've said, you know, after I'm done recording this. But anyway, um, it's hard to think about what you're going to do and when you're going to do it and who you're going to be because I'm not book smart and I'm getting to the point where I'm thinking that something my ex said might be true and uh, he once told me that all I was ever going to amount to in life was a housewife and at first I was like, no, I have plans for my future. But now I'm like, I don't know if I, if I have a solid plan because I don't know what the future is going to hold. And it's hard because, you know, I, I, I finally thought I had a plan and now all these things are catching up to me and all this stuff is going on and, and I'm just like maybe I need something else because maybe something else will be better for me and I've always wanted to travel at least to France I took French for two years I was going to take French this year but um, it just didn't end up on the schedule I don't think enough people signed up for French 3 and I've, I've, I've always thought that French, the French language is beautiful, France is beautiful, and I love the idea of going there. Um, there's also, I've always wanted to go to Italy and Rome, not necessarily Russia. I've wanted to go to Hawaii and Alaska because I'm curious on what it's like there. I've wanted to go to Canada. I want to go to so many different places. And I know I, I kind of just mentioned the bigger ones that everyone knows. But I, I'm not very geographic. I barely know these cities and towns in Kansas, let alone these cities or towns in any other state. Minus Colorado or... or um, Burlington, Colorado, because there's a Burlington, Kansas, and that's pretty much it. I also know Boston, Texas, and a few of the major cities, but, <laughs> you know, where am I going to get with that? I don't know any of the uh, smaller cities or towns or anything like that. I, 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 I'm not going to lie to you. I don't even know if other places have states. Like, does France have different states? I wouldn't know. I, 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 I mean, I've only, is Paris, France a state or is it a city? 
You tell me, man. I don't know. I really need that question to be answered because I really, I really, that kind of thing like wrecks with my brain because I don't know. And uh, I always ask myself that. But I'm so ashamed to ask anyone else that because I don't want them to be like, Paris is a state, you idiot. And I'd be like, why is it called Paris, France and not Paris, whatever, and then France, you know? Because it's not called Kansas, America. It's not called Colorado, America. It's called Wichita, Kansas or um, Denver, Colorado. Or, you know, New York. New Is New York the capital of New York? New York City? New York? That was a lot of York. Uh, anyway. I just... I, I'm not very geographic. I'm not very scientific. I'm very curious. And I'm very adventurous. And I love to help people. And, you know, I love animals... I don't necessarily want to be a zoologist because I don't like to see animals behind cages um and I know the enclosures are like you know built as though they're supposed to replicate whatever else but it's also like you know they shouldn't have to be enclosed they should be able to be free and wild and living, you know, wherever they're from. Poachers and hunters are, are, uh, god awful, you know. And I'm also not very scientific with animals. I like them. I enjoy, you know, knowing the names of them. But it's really hard to memorize all these other things in an animal's body type or I mean sometimes I'm curious about you know what makes a female obviously different from a male like how does a person know that without looking underneath them if you know what I mean <laughs> You know, there's the you know, uh, but I'm 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 genuinely curious about who I'm supposed to be. And I'm sure so many other people are because it's a very weighted question. Because your parents want to you know plan that kind of thing out for you. If they ask you who do you want to be when you grow up or what do you want to be when you grow up. They expect you to be something that'll make good money, that'll make you happy, that'll make them happen and that and, and happy and that'll bring them joy and pride in you. Um when I I don't think I ever told my parents I wanted to be an actor, and if I did, I do not think that they thought highly yeah. I told them, but they said I wouldn't be able to make it out there because it's a very iffy business unless you're like absolute star and I'm not that I have I I was supposed to be in a play last year or this year whatever you want to call it it was supposed to be going on in June I believe or May or 
I think it was May that I was supposed to be doing this play and we never got to do that because COVID shut everything down and since it included school and it was a school play it was just a school one act a part of my theater two class I didn't get to do it because you know school had ended and we didn't get to finish practicing I never even got to try on my dress and I was really excited for that entire thing because the group I was cast with was a fun group that were lighthearted, and I got to play this ditzy idiot no offense to Ariel love you girly favorite princess in you know my youngest years um and it's weird because I'm I'm I was excited to do that and I wasn't even thinking about stage fright because I was going to be with people I knew with people I could trust well some people I could trust some I couldn't either or whatever it be but I was I was more worried for the people who weren't getting their lines down right the ones who couldn't pronounce it and when I try to help them out because I or someone else tried and they didn't listen sorry something like moved throughout my entire house and it scared the crap out of me um they would get very upset with us and they'd be like I know and then they'd say it wrong again and those kind of mistakes I mean unless you're playing an idiot who can't pronounce things and you know how to play it off then it's fine but um if 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 I as the ditzy princess I was playing said a word and I didn't say it right I could probably play it off as like oh what's the word ah that um and then if a, a person I was with on stage knew what it was and they could say you mean this one you idiot and I could be like oh duh I'm so idiotic you know or I could be like oh barnacles because I'm playing a mermaid and she likes to make a whole bunch of under the sea references and it it was easy because I wasn't really me but I was also playing something I could really get into and you know it was my opportunity to see maybe that's for me but now I'll never know and it's it's like that with a lot of things um my stepdad really wanted me to do this junior deputy program and I finally looked into it but it's all really just shut down due to COVID or it's not what you would expect and so it was like well you know maybe I could do something else you know to prove what I can do But, you know, that was never really the point. The point of it was I, I, I just wanted to figure out who I was and who I was going to be and who I'm supposed to be, you know? So, I moved on. Um, I, when I was younger, I didn't really do much considering, like, 
hobbies and to figure out like what I can and can't do. So I kind of just grew up and everything I could have tried as a kid in my younger years to figure out if I was good at it or would have been good at it or not. It's so late on for that. Like, um, I think it was a year ago or two, I wanted to start archery. And we went to this place that did archery and I I drew back my bow and I, I aimed and I shot and it felt great. I always made it onto the target my arm was a little strong considering my my arrows would fly through the I don't know what was a three three uh three foot wide or is it volume there's height there's width that's volume yeah I guess it was the volume of it was like three feet and my arrows would fly through but it was my first time holding a bow first time releasing an arrow and I almost made a bullseye within my first five shots considering I've never held a bow never done anything with a bow minus watch Brave on Disney Pixar I thought that was great and I wanted to continue to do it but my little brother was starting football and my mom was more interested in her him doing football than she was in me doing archery or something like that and so my whole archery thing just kind of got blew out of the water and Sam got to do his football because if football clashed with the knights that they would be doing archery and it sucked because I was really interested in archery and I still am and I still want to do archery and I still want to see if you know maybe that could be something I do but I'm not sure because I never got to really get into it. You know, maybe one of these days I'll get a boyfriend who's like, you want to do something fun? And I'd be like, what, archery? And then he goes, yes, let's do it. And then we go to an archery range and just vibe. But, you know, I don't know. I don't know. It's all just dreams and hopes. And I don't even think there are any jobs that require a bow these days. And it's weird because it kind of makes me hope that, you know, within my senior year of being alive, when I get to my senior year, something so crazy will go down uh, that, you know, everything changes. Whether it's we go back to the Dark Ages where there are kings and queens and princesses and castles... Or we go to a to a super futuristic point where we don't need schooling anymore. No one needs jobs. Or we go to a point where it's like the Hunger Games and we're we're in different districts and and you know our districts can be like colonies that we've forged, kind of like divergent, where we're just separated and and everyone's fighting against each other instead of with each other. Because if that were to happen, it would be easier to not think more about my future. It would be easier to think less about my future and more about, you know, how to survive the next day and how to get through a a difficult challenge over whether I, I mean, instead of 
doing something else. Because when you live your life doing absolutely nothing, doing only what you're told, doing only certain things that are never really interesting, you get to a point in your life where you realize, wow, I really want to do something interesting with my life. I really want to get to a point where I'm not, like, bored out of my mind. And being in Kansas, that is so hard not to do without your friends. Because we don't have oceans. We don't have, you know, huge-ass forests or mountains. We have hills and plains and fields. I mean, the most we've done that I know of that's dangerous is we have tornadoes rarely. We don't really have tornadoes as much as people seem to think. Our tornadoes are kind of like every now and then. Like I think the last tornado I heard of was like July 3rd or 4th. No, not 4th. It was like July, at the beginning of July, basically. And that was the first tornado I had heard of at all in Kansas. And I think it's so weird because that's what people make our state out to be is just this tornado state that's constantly windy constantly getting attacked by these tornadoes that has you know fields and sunflowers we have a lot of sunflowers but you know it's it's not fun here there are no forests to explore that i know of there are no mountains to climb there are no giant snowstorms to be withered in the snow in the winter there are no crazy droughts that we have to you know collectively preserve our water source you know i I don't know of many waterfalls here or or caves or or anything crazy or wild that i would like to explore you know, we have Field of Screams. Don't know if that's anywhere else. I mean, you let me know. I have, we have, you know, Oceans of Fun and Worlds of Fun where we had someone die on a slide, but. And and that's all the way up next to Kansas City. I live in the south central area of Kansas, so it's kind of difficult to get there without a car. Um, but, you know, besides those few things, which are not in my area, it's hard to live the life that I really want to live without, you know, being told, no, you can't do this. Because I'll be 17 in January, and it's so difficult because it doesn't feel like I'm 17. I feel as though... I don't even feel 16, really. I feel as though I'm a 13-year-old girl going through life. One day at a time, but reliving my days. Because everything seems to be the same, minus a few different changes. And But the next day, you know, it's a routine. I go to work Monday through Friday. I sometimes get a different day off because I, do, I can't go over my hours. I'm only part-time. 
I get like three days off out of the week and then I get my weekends off. I do whatever on the weekends. This weekend I went to a party for my friend because she means a lot to me and I was just wanting to be there for her because she was turning 16 and go her because she's lived for 16 years and she's not dead yet. Like why not, you know? But um it's so incredibly strange because I I look around and I'm like I've changed as a person, but nothing really around me has changed besides some of the people. It's still weird because our weather here is unpredictable sometimes. It's still, you know, fields and plains and hills. It's... Our mountain is not really a mountain, it's just the highest field in Kansas. Which is almost in Colorado anyway. So it's pretty much the highest field in Colorado to Kansas. If you think about it the way I think about it. And I'm supposed to be going over there and... I don't even know. I don't know. But basically, I don't know what to be when I get older. And, you know, I have all these decisions, but in the place that I live and where I am and who I am as a person and my past, the way it looks, it's so hard to figure out, you know, whether that's a good path for me or not. And I really like to think that, you know, people go through this same kind of thing because I know I'm not the only one who's conflicted about what I want to be, but... I also feel as though a lot of people have their life planned out at my age. You know, they've figured it out or they know how they're going to get to their next big point. And if they don't say they do, they have a slight idea of how they'll get there. And then there are just people like me who (laughs) think they have ideas and then something gets said or something happens and they're like, "Mm, maybe not. And that's where I am currently, you know? I just... I don't know. And, um... So... I gotta figure out what I'm gonna do. And, uh... We're gonna close it out because it's almost 51 minutes of this podcast and I've just been talking. It is 12.32 in the morning and I am tired as anyone will ever be considering I don't like to stay up a ton and um to close it out I hope that if you're my age and if you're somehow listening to this right now you know or you're planning to know what you want to do and if you don't know what you're going to do start planning it out because the feeling I feel right now is awful it's tormenting my soul but if you're the kind of person that doesn't want to look in the future just know you should enjoy life and i'm glad you're vibing you know accept whatever life throws at you just know if if it's not something too crazy it won't stick and uh, i don't really know how to end these podcasts out 
I don't really even think that anyone's going to be listening. But if you are, see you next time on the fly. I guess I'll figure it out. Sorry if that's cringy. Um, good night to everyone, or good morning, or good afternoon to whenever you're listening. And uh, have a great day, or night, or morning. Bye-bye.